Welcome to episode 6 of 2 from 2 Cubed. This week we were joined by the head of marketing, PR and comms at Dementia Adventure, Matt Burgess. Matt has had an incredible career, following his passion around the globe from Hong Kong to New York and being ahead of the curve and working with early 3D CAD design. We spoke about his career, creativity, design, video and our working relationship. Let's jump straight into it. Here's episode 6 of 2 from 2 Cubed. We'll do the usual, we'll jump straight into the first question, which is, who are you? I am Matt Burgess and I work for Dementia Adventure, which is a charity that helps people living with dementia get outdoors and participate in life. Wonderful. And what is it that you do at Dementia Adventure? Well, my full title is Head of Marketing, uh, PR and Comms. Right. That's a lot of things. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> quite, a small, um, quite a small charity, but growing fast, actually. Um, but also, I'm kind of head of design, if you like, um, Okay. because uh, I have a background in design. Good. But um, that part of my role is having to diminish and I'm having to outsource more to do more strategic stuff. Right. Okay, cool. Um, so how do you incorporate creativity into the work that you do do um, at Dementia Adventures? So that design stuff that you're talking about, but also, I guess, the strategic stuff. Do you incorporate creativity into that strategic stuff, or is it very much plain Jane strategic work? No, that's a really difficult question. <laughs> incorporate. I mean, I'm I've got a I'm a designer. I've got a design background. Yep. And I got into marketing because I was going to client meetings and taking briefs and becoming more involved in strategic thinking. Right. Um. So as a designer, I guess you're always thinking in a creative way. Yep. Um, you know, it's always about taking a, a good brief yep. and then working through that, um, you know, form follows function, that sort yep. of thing, yep. and coming out the other end and incorporating other professionals like yourselves yep. to help um, come up with some, you know, good solutions. Do you think that creative influence can be a help or a hindrance sometimes? Mm, both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really, I really like working with uh, creatives, but... You're right, that can be a hindrance because some people can be quite naive because it has to be functional as well. Yes. Yep. So I think that comes with experience, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We do, we, I think we tend to agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your design background. Yeah. Where, where did you start? How did you start your career of, as a designer? Give us, give us your life story, Matt. Uh, we need some, like, <laughs> going back in time. Yeah. Design, don't we? <laughs> might be a good time to take a get a cup of tea <laughs> um, yeah this is a really weird route so I started off in architecture okay right. and I have a degree in I, I, I was in a, a technician as an architectural technician and then went to university got a degree in architecture right and I was all on the route to continue doing that and you you know you do a year out and it's like a seven-year thing yeah cut a long story short I went to in my gap year in my year year out it's called um, I went over to Hong Kong and cool. did some work there uh, in architectural office and right. that's when I started using computers 
and started doing 3D. And okay. I enjoyed that. And I was due to go back and continue my architectural um, qualification. And then some guys that I worked with in um, Hong Kong, who were Americans and started up a business in New York, right. asked if I would go over to them Amazing. and do some 3D, because I, I knew this specialist software that they were using. It was okay. like in the early days, in the 1990s, where yeah. uh, you know, 3D was a very, very specialist thing. Yeah. So um, that's what I did, and they paid me to go over there. I thought it was very special. Amazing. And um, stayed there for about, I think, just over six months, something like that. Um, worked very hard, and I think that's when I decided not to go back to uni right. uh, and complete my architecture. I decided to do more 3D um, and graphics stuff. Okay, so what, what like software were you using? Well, the, the, the original 3D software I was using was um, uh, actually... The architects, the architects I worked for were called HOK, I'm sure they still exist, Right. Uh, which is a big international office, and they had right. their own bespoke software. Oh, okay. That's how early days this Bloody was. Hell, yeah. So it was a bit like AutoCAD, um, right. really. And um, So I moved from that into learning 3D Studio Max, right. and that's evolved into different things now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and then when you went over to New York and did that more sort of design-focused stuff, were you using similar software there? Yeah, that was using that HOK specific right. software because okay. they, they were given a license to do that. But I was also using 3D Studio Max and also Premiere right. and putting things together. Yep. Um, and also Photoshop. You know, we were doing um, uh, sort of a retouching um, photos for certain projects. And, okay. uh, and you, have to, you have to create lots of maps in 3D and, and things yeah. like that for textures. So, yeah, that, that uh, continued. And then after New York, I uh, came back and um, kind of languished trying to get into um, 3D and graphics more. Okay. And then finally got into a company that specialised in construction, so my background was great there. Yeah, right? makes sense. And they wanted a 3D designer. Cool. And, uh, and also somebody, a bit of an all-rounder, a 3D designer primarily, but also someone who could use um, desktop publishing software, which I'd also been doing over those next few years yeah yeah yeah. so um that happened and that's where i sort of honed better skills at 3d but then in the end that started to drift out because it was kind of a, a gimmick almost yeah. uh, 3d at the beginning and um i concentrated more on 2d graphics and publications yeah. and right. uh, logo design and so on so a cool. very weird career path <laughs> if you can call it that yeah so then why Dementor Adventure now? How how have you got gone from this sort of heavily designed three D focused background to now charity. working for a charity yeah. and being a marketing lead at, at that charity? So I was. Uh, we decided to move um, myself, and my family decided to move out of London to Essex right. to be in greener climes. Yep, and um, finding a, a a local place to work in Essex was was difficult. Yes, yep. and I was. Um, volunteering at um, the Wilderness Foundation okay, which is just yeah. down the road Yeah, yeah. and um, they said did you realise that this charity we know are trying to get a marketing guy so you know marketing experience and when I went yeah. for the interview they wanted someone who's moving all around who could design and do marketing so yep. that's how it which is yeah. sort of quite common in small charities is yeah, you is. need to be able to do a Wear bit of this hats. bit of that yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly it's not that usual that they have someone who's, uh, you know who's got very high level um, graphic design skills, but 
um, yeah, often you have to be sort of doing a little yeah. bit of everything. On, on that note, though, like how important do you think those high graphic skills are to a charity like Dementia Adventure? Well, it's 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 been said quite a few times. It, people think we're bigger than we are. Yep. And it's like we punch a little bit over our weight, to be honest. Yeah. And I think it's because we've got quite slick graphics yeah. and uh, we've got a new website now, which is excellent. And um, we've just... You know, that's why I came. When I first arrived, we really had to. The first thing I did was actually create things that we could use to describe ourselves, you yeah, know, yeah. and what we do. So they needed to look good and professional, um, because it's all about communication, yeah. really. Yep, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of quite poignant. Is the sort of the creating that brand identity and using your design skills to help harness and improve that identity that dementia adventure were sort of building back when you mm. back when you joined them and i mean how important is that brand identity especially as a small charity you sort of touched on that by saying that a lot of people think you are bigger than you are but why why do you think that having that brand identity is important yeah it's funny actually uh, i think it can be seen as a double-edged sword really because if you can if you look too slick or or seen as spending too much money on image yep. in a charity then i think that can go against you because yeah. people want you know the beneficiaries and that that's quite right yeah mm -hmm. but um you can't reach people and tell tell them about the organization and show what you do and create an emotional connection without producing really good stuff. Yep. So yeah. you have to invest in that um, that good communication. It doesn't yeah. always have to be expensive, but it has to be well done and well thought through. Yeah, I think for us, looking at Dementia Venture, it was always how, I guess, fluid the brand was. So for us, when it came to editing your videos, for say, we had every graphic that we needed. Um, yeah. You're one of the rare clients that actually gave us all of that. <laughs> we work with quite large companies yeah. that don't, give us those images don't give us those graphics so in that sense for a charity you're quite clued up when it comes to that design yeah. and graphic side of things and it actually makes it helpful for everyone else that helps you well that's yeah. the Great. advantage of having someone at my end yes. for you guys yes. like having me as someone who understands that so yeah. i can give you all those assets yeah, precisely um because in, in my previous life i'd be working with other marketing managers yep. and that process could be a you know it's all about assets at the end of yep. the day yeah and, and if you haven't got them then you have to create them so yep. that makes a designer's yeah. job so much harder yeah definitely or our job harder yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. um so uh, how have Dementor Adventure incorporated video into the work that they do? We've talked about sort of brand and your promotional materials, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But how have you sort of taken that leap into the 21st century and incorporated video into the work that you're doing? Yeah. Well, the videos that we did with you were yep. really kind of our first foray yeah. into... Yeah. Well, not our first foray. They were our most professional foray, I'd yeah. say into making video we, we had got some good videos with yep. excellent content yeah but they weren't quite as polished and as concise i guess yep as the ones that we did with you yeah so um for your listeners you know what we did is we we had a certain amount of money that we could put towards um producing evidence of our impact and we decided to do that through uh through video in, in a large way so yeah but we wanted to repurpose all that information so it was showing our impact with an impact measurement type um, uh, video, but also showing how our uh, supported holidays and various 
different types of holiday and the outcomes and the impact that we have on people's lives, so on and so forth. So um, we tried to repurpose the, the the assets that you guys filmed as much as possible, and yeah. I think we really did that well at the end. Yeah, and definitely. They're excellent, and they still hold up. Is it two years now? Yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They're still excellent. They really yeah, and it. and you've also recently you've had uh, you've been working with RVS to produce some training uh, videos yeah. and. Why have you chosen to go that route? Because you, Dementia Adventure, offer training. Um, it's not just to do with video. You do yeah. training in your sort of day-to-day -day work. But why have you now taken the jump and turned that into almost an e-learning course? Yeah. So again, just so your listeners understand, so we, we, we're a strange charity in some ways that we, we provide um, supported dementia holidays for, for people living with dementia, for the person with dementia and their carers or family so that we can enjoy a holiday together and our charity underwrites the cost of those holidays to make them affordable. Yep. But we also um, uh, give training and consultation to other uh, organisations who want to do similar things to make better opportunities right. for people. So um, um, we started going into e-learning through like webinars and things like that. Yep. But then we, want, then we had a client, RVS, who wanted specifically their um, online training, dementia training. And w we suggested, you know, straight away that that should be through video, yep. be mostly, because um, in my previous life, I'd looked into a lot of, well, I've been involved in e-learning quite a lot. Okay. From, uh, you know, bespoke e-learning packages that, that um, are, are actually for, you know, directly for e-learning. I can't name any right at the moment because my mind's gone blank. <laughs> but uh, to um, PowerPoint presentations yep. with animation, you know, high yep. quality ones, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. then turn into Flash and, and deliver it through uh, a web. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing that comes out most with those, those classic e-learning, it's just like slow death, like yes. listening to them. They're yep. so tedious. Yeah. And you get that whole sort of like, you know, bullet point list of what you're going to learn and then a bullet point list of how you're going to do it and then a bullet point list of it. And it, it's it's tedious and I've gone yeah. through a lot of them. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I've already shut off if you just explain yeah, the, it's, it's like the long list of what, of yeah. Hours in front of a computer. <laughs> um, so video is just really engaging and it gets yep. across the message very fast. Yeah. And you, you can... You don't have to write, re well, you do have to plan it really well. You have to do a really good storyboard. Yep. You need good people to write the, the content. Yep. You have to turn it into a storyboard. And then if you've got the right graphics and other footage, you know, because we included footage again from you guys that yep. you created on our holidays that illustrate the points, it's very, very, it's very clear and yeah. impactful. Yeah. And um, I don't want to use the word entertaining, but it's engaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's the most important thing that, that we sort of preach all the time yeah. is that video is a way to engage and inspire your audience. It's not a person standing at the front of a room of 50 plus people who half of them don't really necessarily want to be there. You're actually producing something that is short, succinct, mm. to the point, and is engaging and will inspire those people because yeah. you can you can fine tune those messages whereas a person standing at the front of the uh, front of the stage they've got to be really really good to engage that whole audience whereas if you're doing it with a video you can pick that person you can tweak the script you can shoot it again take another take until you get it right whereas yeah, when you're on a stage true. you can't if you fluff up a line you fluff up fluff up a line like i just 
fluffed up that <laughs> line. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's that's really really powerful. And also, I guess it broadens your reach as well. Yeah, there's only massive, 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 massive. you were saying Dementia Adventure. Yeah, you're a small charity that's still growing, but with video, it means that that growth can sort of happen a little bit faster than if it was just two, three people who are trained who then go and deliver oh, the training. Yeah. Well, with the, with the RBS, I think um, it will be part of their core training that all the staff and volunteers have to do yeah. uh, to complete that course. There's a Q&A at the end, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, that will reach, uh, I think at the moment, they've got about 25,000 volunteers, yeah. something like that. Which and is then, of course, huge. The staff massive. Top. So that's massive. There's a lot yeah. more people who are going to understand dementia yep. and yep. understand the importance of being outdoors and understand the idea of uh, beneficial risk or having a more considered um, uh, and balanced approach to taking risk. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's a risk of not engaging people in doing things you yeah. know, to the detriment of their health. Yeah. But the other thing that you, you know, I picked up on there that you were talking about, because obviously we have people who are trainers who are go, go to actual events and yes you know everything i mean a good a good person delivering on a stage or in front or in a group or in a circle or whatever that's great because that can do something a video can't definitely which is react to the people and tailor on yeah. the hoof oh yeah 100 percent. on the same you know as you're saying on, on the flip side um you can you could if you haven't got that talent you yeah. can then create something far more polished yeah. and considered and concise because we had to get um, our understanding. I mean, most of the RVS is really based on um, pretty much most of our, our core training, right? Um, understand or thinking differently about dementia, right. and we had to condense. I think something like three hours of that, maybe more, right. into an hour. I yeah. think it's maybe four hours yeah. into an hour. So how do you do that? I mean, that is the power of video: is that you yeah. can actually do that, yeah, and still um, get that point across, and still get that yeah. point across, and. Also, one thing I did learn out of was a bit worried because we used our own staff. We used Deborah yep. uh, Anderson, to one of our um, project leaders, to deliver in front of the camera. So she was a head and shoulders speaking, presenting, yep. interjected with uh, bullet points, graphics, video, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. very blended. And um, what was very, well, what we were both worried about was is if. If she read from a script, it would seem staid yep. yeah. you know, and not yeah. natural. Yeah. Um, but actually, reading from a script is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Um, because you can, with, on the day, you can say something slightly differently, but if you, you're not aware that you've then repeated what you've already said, yeah. what you've already said yes. or you've yeah, said yeah. something that sounds clumsy, and, and, yeah. and then you've got to do it again. So yep. actually writing a really controlled script um, it's a really good thing to yeah. do, actually. A yeah, really good thing. definitely. So it's quite interesting because you've sort of given both sides there. You've said video's great, but also having a person on stage in front of people is also great. All has its place. It's, I think it's, it's working that fine line between them and doing a bit of both, if at all possible. It's having someone on stage, but then also using the, the power of video to share particular yeah. elements oh, of... Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm going to be a bit boring here, but it's the return of investment on video as well, because to pay a trainer to educate 30 people in a room, yeah. eventually having a video is going to outweigh that completely yeah. in cost. So I think that's another part of it is it's just financially for a charity I think it's incredibly helpful that way you can reach yeah. so many poor people for such a smaller price yeah. instead of doing 50 people a day yeah. with one person in the room you're yeah. right you just have to see where you know is this 
got a fly in here that's, that's <laughs> driving us all mad. Well, I mean, like, hey, now. <laughs> Some water's going to go over in a minute. Um, it's just there. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even going to try because I'll find the best. <laughs> Um, yeah, you've got to take each consideration, yeah. uh, each uh, uh, situation uh, on its own merit. Yeah. Um, so, in fact, we're, we're looking to work up a project at the moment that delivers a core piece of, um, you know, e-learning or online online training. Yeah. Um, and then it follows up with potential. If you know, if you want to, to proceed, you can have work, you know workshops, one to one workshops, one to one combining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you'd get different thing out of that workshop than you would from listening to the right, video. Yeah, yeah So definitely. you could possibly go deeper into some training or support, or, you know, whatever it is that we're going to uh-huh, be yeah. delivering. Yeah. So that's blended learning. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, yeah that's definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we've sort of touched on why we think video is so important. How has your past work, your past sort of design work and past work in it with sort of architecture and what have you influenced what you're doing now? Because it's quite a jump, isn't it? Yeah, from architecture it, to now. Yeah. Is it is it just experience that has influenced that or is have you sort of, I don't know, yeah. Well, I'd probably have a, a much better... Um, this fly is going to go. I bet you after I, t- I say this, I'm going to have a much better uh, solution, a much better answer. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, what, what a, a, a designer does is take a brief. Yep. You know, a situation is described to them and, and a bunch of problems mm-hmm. and a bunch of good things and a bunch of bad things. Yep. And their job is to then take that information, distill it into... Uh, you know the best solution yeah so it's just problem solving yeah and also you know from my background it is there's a design creative side of it but there's also like a project management nuts and bolts you know yeah. you, you put a building together yeah you know so yeah. it's you've got to have that um practical head yes so definitely. that 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 really applies to lots of things yeah you know yeah, yeah. you think that oh wow that seems a huge jump into marketing but and the way i do marketing might be completely wrong i don't know yeah but, but yeah you know, it's and you can do lots of different stuff yeah with skills yeah. yeah exactly and sort of to, to swerve back to creativity what inspires you to be creative I know that's quite a tricky question. No, but... no actually, I, I think that... Uh, do you know what I like best out of a project is the end of it. Yeah, okay. I know that sounds really negative. No, but no. Um, I, I just like the finished thing. Yeah. Uh, I like the, the end, end, this shiny little thing that you've created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, goes on a shelf where I did that. And then, you know, maybe a month or two down, two months down the line, you kind of think, oh, it looks a bit... Yeah. <laughs> and you do another one but that, and that's that, how you progress that is a, a creative life a creative's life though i think it's you're always progressing you're always learning you're always developing never, and never honing your skills satisfied. no i mean we look back on stuff that we've produced three four years ago and you think why did we really make that <laughs> seem to date really quickly you yeah. look at old brochures that are yeah. designed or um you know, leaflets or pamphlets or advertising things and you think oh actually that looks really dated now. yes that's, stuff moves quite quickly yeah very much but yeah i think that's the, the main thing and also and i'm not just saying this because i'm on your blog but you know <laughs> that year that we put together the films yep. the most satisfying uh, thing out of that year was working with you guys i really yeah. miss that sort of sitting around a table yeah it was and, good you know, we we actually spoke about it on our episode 
four, I think it was. Um, we, because episode four or three, whatever it was, it was just after our third birthday. Mm. So we spoke about our um, past failures and how we've learned from that. And we spoke about that very first video that we produced, yeah. A Week at Sea, because that, and yeah. we, we learned massively from that because it we sort of came into that. We had a, we, when we started the project, we had a brief idea as to what we were doing, but yeah. neither, neither of us, us at Two Cubed and you at Dementia Adventure, really knew what we were producing. Yeah. And yeah, we produced that first video to you, uh, for you, and then... I you, gave you quite a hard you, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, but that hard time... We needed it. Yeah. yeah, we needed that, because that yeah. sort of gave us the kick to go, right, okay, how have we? what have we done wrong here, and how can we make that sure that that doesn't happen yeah. again? But that goes back to what you are saying about your design work, like looking at old leaflets and things like that, and thinking, oh, God, that's dated. It's yeah. all a learning curve, isn't it? You yeah. think, yeah. actually, I'll try and do that a bit differently Differently. next time. That didn't quite work. Yeah. Let's try maybe a different font or yeah. size or whatever. It's, it's all learning, isn't it? But do you know what, as well, is that I've, I've worked with other people... Um, video people not just you since yep. i'm sorry um, how dare <laughs> he yeah <laughs> then we've come back again yeah. you know. um and uh I, I think because i've i mean i've not done video to the extent that you guys have and yeah. i haven't got the skills that you have no way especially yeah. in front of a camera or behind the camera <laughs> i should say um but i know how you can do things yep. and I, I would say I, you know so when something's done you go that's not good enough. Yep. You know, you just got to say it. And I've yeah. had clients say that. And you yeah, go, yeah, yeah. you're right. It's not good no, enough. No, and do you know, we, we've spoken about that because that is so refreshing to have somebody who has that little understanding because one of the very first thing uh, projects that I did, and this was before Adam had joined, mm. was we produced some videos for, um, I won't say the name, for somebody. And mm. we sent them to them and they were like, yeah, really happy with these. Mm. And then six, seven months down the line, I then heard that they weren't actually happy with them. And it was at that point, it's like, well, do you know, if you'd have said that to me seven months ago, we mm. could have rectified that issue yeah. and actually fixed it very much like we did with that first video that we produced for you. But it's not having that means that you then end up with a product that actually the client isn't yeah. necessarily but happy with. I think with. that's like benefit of doubt. Cause I think going back to what Matt was saying about if you've been in that position, you understand how it works. And I think yeah. a lot of people haven't been in that position. Yeah. If you've been there, done that, you understand that you have to be a bit and that's why, at times. And that's like, why yeah, after that first um, video for you, that's when we really sort of um, put down onto paper what our creative process was and how it works so nice. that we could yeah. then share that with future clients and go, look, this is how it's going to work. This is step one, two, three, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Just so they understand that actually when you're doing something creative, it is creative. It's not sort of, right, this is the final product and this is how it is going to be. Mm. It's, this is our first version of it. How, which elements of that do you like? Which elements of that do you not like? And then it's evolving from there. Mm. And I think that, yeah, that's been... It's a, it's a process, isn't it? Yeah. And I think from that point as well, we communicated better for yeah. that, I think. I think actually things started to go a lot. Because I think you also... You were just starting out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and yeah, it was early days for us. as well that you weren't exactly sure what you wanted from the video. So yeah. you kind of had to come and together it, and go, what yeah, actually... I kind of left we, it with you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, create... I mean, you know... <laughs> It's such a minefield design, isn't yeah, it? Because you get, yeah, a, you yeah. get a client say, can you just create something for us? Do a little montage. And it, if I went away, I'd kind of think, oh, I wouldn't know what to do. And then you start making it up. Yeah. And that's, that's what you guys did as yeah. well. Um, but 
other people's opinion it's it's just sometimes it's opinion it's like yeah. well i don't like that well yeah. i do you know yeah so but, it's but with, difficult but with the work that we do we've got to deliver what our client wants That's what it's about to so say. although yeah. we can have our creative input if our creative input then turns into something that the client doesn't like we've mm. got to change that you've got to put a fence around it though i think yeah, with design. yeah that, that's definitely. the problem with design is that everybody you you could be um given you know a, a project and you go away and you do the first draft you do the second draft and amend and you know you work it up and you present it and all your budget's gone in your time yep. and the client just says ah, shall i put it to the board and they don't like they don't it. like it at all yeah. like, where are you now yeah so you it's, that's horrible because now you could be losing money and yep. if you went back to the client they might say well yeah, we've got no money left yeah. either so yeah. what are you going to do yep and the only way to do that is to try to make the process and meet expectations yeah. everybody's expectations all the way down the line yep even if it's like well we, we're going to give you two options yep and that's it yeah and you have to pay us yeah and that's it yeah because yeah, it's you know i see it from your point of view yeah and, um, i've had other but things like that happen recently we're working on a project at the moment and we're i think we're 10 edits in it's it's a big lengthy piece it's one of, it's for another charity's big sort of key um video that they will share to hundreds thousands of people so it's quite a big deal mm. um and we're working very closely with one person from that organization and he recently showed it to it was like their sort of staff training away day yeah. sort of situation and he showed it to them and he said look this isn't a project by committee yeah this is the video this is how it looks and of course he's still got people going oh what about that Absolutely, oh this about yeah. this this about this and I think although that's great and it's good to have lots of people feedback, it does mean that you end up putting more time into it than you necessarily have to. Yeah. And it does sort of elongate that process. Well, yeah, you have to have good project management, yeah. design project management at both ends. Yep, 100%. And, and you're right, designing by committee, if you, if, you don't, if you don't include people, you can miss out. If you include too many people and ask them, you know, to choose a colour, you just end up with yeah. brown. Yeah. <laughs> and no one wants brown in no, the first no. place. Yeah. So it's it's a difficult yeah. life being yeah. a designer. Yeah, it is. And I think that's just the same for creativity in general. Like it's it's a there's a lot of pressure on creatives. So it's, it's yeah. a bit it's a bit different in this field, doesn't it? Because if you're an artist and you're painting that picture for yourself you can do what you what like you and this is it for like budding creators out there that's what you have to be aware of is that ultimately the client's word is law yeah if the client is happy with what they've got even maybe you might look at that project and go oh i don't like that but if they turn around and go actually i absolutely love it you kind of have to go that's all yours well, then like, maybe that's, that's yours. the difference between an artist and a designer yeah yeah, yeah. 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 definitely so, yeah. artists just design uh, just do their thing yeah yep. if you like it that's great yeah if you don't you don't yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean just don't eat the last episode um of our podcast we had a guy called jay shepherd on who is a tattoo artist mm. and he was saying how his clients come in and they say oh i want a i want a bird on my arm and that's sort don't of that's the that's the that's <laughs> the sort of the the brief Sorry. that he gets um and then it's up to him to then sort of speak to them understand what kind yeah. of bird they want how they want that bird yeah, to look yeah. and then he's then got to design that it's a hell of a responsibility but, yeah exactly yeah. with a tattoo artist that's that's, that's serious he work he said he doesn't have a crystal ball so there has to be a bit of back and forth between the client mm. and yeah. yourself because otherwise you don't know what that's you're, you're yeah. doing and yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that that's yeah. exactly the words that i said i was like yeah it's, it's a big commitment because it is something that is 
permanent. Whereas fortunately, with video, you can edit it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with design work. Yeah, Adam has. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you mentioned at the beginning that you're sort of now moving further away from the sort of design work um, and moving now into this strategic work. Are you incorporating creativity into that? Or is that, yeah, as we sort of mentioned earlier, cut and dry? Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think it's like, it, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a case of have to, because the, yeah. the organisation, Dementia Adventure, have changed, in, have changed so much and grown so much. Yeah. Mm. The only way you have to do more management, you know, I've yep. always had this management part, strategic part, writing, right at the beginning, it was all those things. Yeah. Um, and then as you get bigger, you can't do that and you've got more budget to outsource. So yep. yeah, I'm, I'm more of the overseer now, yep. as it were. But with the creative side of things, I think that can come into um, helping, you know, put together proposals for new projects and things like mm. this. Yep. Um, but also it can be ideas. I'm still, I'm still being creative. Ideas yeah. for video yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. ideas for campaigns. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite refreshing to have somebody in your position where you are at that sort of strategic level who still has that creativity because mm -hmm. from experience in my in my other job is I've found that a lot of people who are at that strategic level don't have that creativity and that's when you really see the sort of strategic stuff take a lot longer than it needs to take mm -hmm. because they can't actually come up with those ideas that people actually want to see or people want to use yeah. people want to put into practice well the the, the cycle that the the lifetime of it becomes uh yeah protracted because yeah. then you when we're smaller i could react and do things very fast yes it doesn't mean they're particularly any better no but, you but also could, as you get yeah. bigger i mean you know that person that you're talking about might have to and again depends on their background they may never have been a designer or done design yeah. role doesn't make a good marketing manager necess necessarily just because they've got design skills most mm. people most marketing managers haven't yeah comms pr yeah um but they will outsource they will be they're, they're managers really they will yeah. outsource that to, to create a, yeah. a campaign or whatever it is so yeah, it it it's I'm an anomaly really. Yeah. Yep. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. It's refreshing though that. <laughs> it's from our perspective, it's refreshing. Yeah, because because a lot of our work is also is taking those people who aren't necessarily um, naturally creative, mm. and it's us sort of trying to pull that creativity yeah. out of them, making them think slightly differently about That's things. That's the fun and, thing about being designed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is sure. it's making people think. Oh, actually, rather than having this in just red, we could have it uh, as a gradient. I mean, I know that's sort of very plain Jane, but it's it's just making them think slightly differently about it and creating that experience that they feel like they can do that. Yeah. Whereas if they're sat in a board meeting, the sort of creativity drains out of you slowly but well, surely. I think it seems sometimes as a bit of a nice to have, isn't it? Creativity. I think yeah. people are a bit like, oh, it's a waste of time. When actually yeah. you don't realise integral it is to and branding, marketing, design. That's often message. a big thing with marketing, yeah. Yeah, like and that's seen as an overhead. Yeah, and that's also the same with video, is people still mm. think video is a nice to have. Whereas in this day and age, video is not a nice to I'd have. Say it's it really is cost integral. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, it's I think so it's important. far better to put together i mean that's where the, the training is just so much easier to be able yeah. to just do a storyboard 
and 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 put that up rather than i mean we wouldn't been able to have the expertise to have um you know uh, put together an e-learning um module through bespoke e-learning mm-hmm. software yeah we would have had to outsource it outsource it that, but it yeah. wouldn't have been as interesting no and you know our own expertise writing the, the writing the script and then we also did the storyboarding yep um which is i think we could only have done that to the extent we did because we've got you know the design expertise yeah in yeah, house. yeah yeah um we've also i mean i, I worked with someone who used to be in tv and video so right. yeah <laughs> she could have also yeah. probably have done and would have done an excellent role but yeah. she, you know she, her time is is precious so yeah it, it fell to me um but it, it takes a long time so if yep. you can if you can get someone who the 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 challenge for someone putting a storyboard for you you know if, if it wasn't me doing that would be exactly what a designer has to do which is distill what you want to achieve and and the expertise within the company and all the assets that you've got to then put it down you know into On something paper, yeah. yeah yeah and uh, and that's again sort of quite a challenge to do isn't it is especially like going back to our first project is we we had a brief understanding as to what who dementia adventure were what they were about and then we had to come up with this video from not that great an understanding but i think after that and after experiencing the holidays that we got to go on yeah, it it made such a big difference because we got it we yeah. understood we understood what your ethos was all about why the work that you're doing is so important and i think as a creative that's really important for you to do is to understand what your client who your client are what they're trying to achieve mm. and put that into a video make that some or or whatever it is that and you're there, doing there were so many specific things as well like we had yeah. to well i kept on making you guys slow down yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. most video um that, that we watch is is you know can quick be fast pace edit, yeah but we wanted to slow that down because you know we try to be as dementia friendly yep. uh, mm-hmm. or dementia appropriate in all that we do um so we needed people you know time to be able to have that image um, you know, process it and then move on to the next bit. So yeah. there are all sorts of things. Just start being a bit more. Do. I think mindful sometimes with certain projects. Yeah. It is about sort of thinking two steps ahead, thinking who is the target audience yeah. and who is. Going I don't to watch think you can spend enough time, you know, putting the brief together. No, if you've got a, it's a pyramid. You have to have a really yeah. firm foundation yeah. and then build on that. But that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that people think that all the work is in the production side of things, mm. but actually it's all done before and after well, production. It goes so much easier. Easier, yeah, it? When yeah, you've yeah. got all the, you know, the work done at the beginning. Yeah, another one of our clients at the moment, um, we basically had to explain what pre-production was because yeah. it was going in and trying to shoot a video with a brief understanding of what he wanted to achieve, but then we're spending ten hours trying to produce a two-minute video, and we said, "Hang on a second, take a step back. Mm. Don't worry about shooting the videos now. Think about what you want to put into those videos." Yeah. We did that, and then the next time it was like, yeah, I shot five videos the other day. It was no problem. And it's like that sort of yeah. speaks volumes. Yeah, it, it is. It's it, it's so important and so crucial to to think about what it is that you're trying to produce before you s- sit down and produce that. Yeah, yeah. It's this sort of fear of the, the blank page. You sort of look at it, and then you. you but you have to start uh, planning, yeah. and then just keep going. Yep. Um, much easier. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, Matt, I think that's uh, all of our questions. 
indeed. It is, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, though, where can we find you personally online or where can we find Dementia Adventure online? Well, you can find a picture of me on our website. (laughs) Is that all your online presence? That's my profile, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just go to dementiaadventure.co.uk and, uh, yeah, you can find out all about us. Um, Look at our videos. Yep, they're, they're, they're really good. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will put the, the message across very quickly. Yeah, um, as you know, as you said, uh, go to our YouTube channel. Yep. Yeah, I definitely suggest checking the website out. They are a brilliant, brilliant charity doing some great work. Amazing as well, work, like some brilliant, brilliant work. So yeah, definitely yeah. check them out, guys. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you. that's a wrap. It was great to sit down with Matt to understand his passion and enthusiasm for design, marketing and comms for a growing charity that is making a huge impact on people's lives. Reflecting on the work we've done together and discussing the creative process was something a little bit different and it's great to see someone with Matt's knowledge and skills of the creative industry aiding in the development of such a great and wonderful charity. To hear how Dementia Adventure are utilising the power of video in the work that they do is inspiring and something we truly believe more charities and businesses should be doing. We'd love for you to give our podcast a rating or leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. If you like what you heard, why not subscribe, share and join the conversation by tweeting us at 2 Create. You can find more information on our previous episodes at our wonderful website, 2cube.co forward slash TFTC. And with that, we'll see you on the next episode. Stay creative, guys.